Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind as the podcast for the busy gamer and me potty talk boy, me potty potty boy, boy good, my, me Michael. And joining me, as always, is Julian Alfred Pankrantz, Viscount de Lettenhove, better known as Adrian. Toss a coin to your witcher. <laughs> That's not what he sounds like. Yes it is. <laughs> At all. Yes, me, Priscilla's my love. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, as always, uh, he's possibly Siri. Oh no, it's just the homunculus, Matt. Oh my, oh my, mama. <laughs> and uh, if you haven't guessed by our references of rock trolls, uh, the ugliest man alive, and the great dandelion, we've been playing The Witcher three for an entire month. And what a month! Oh, Fifty it plus hours I clocked. You want to know something? Because you, you said that to us. You're like, 50 hours? That's crazy. I've also played 50 hours. We've played the exact same amount. So yeah. I'm curious what to see. What different experiences mm, we had. Exactly. I'm tipping I got like 50 as well. It sounds right. And the first question on everyone's mind is, is this a game for a busy gamer? And I think everyone can answer <laughs> Uh, all, same time. Three, two, one, no. No. <laughs> but it's like, it's just a no. Like, it's just a no. There are some... There's like, some you things, wish it wasn't a no. Yeah. There's yeah. some things that, like, the ability to skip every single word that comes out of someone's mouth. You, I've had long stints of just smashing square, and I don't have to... I don't need to know why this ghoul is here. I don't need to know your love story. I get it. Your ex-husband's a troll. Let me kill him. Tell me where he is. I don't need to listen to this. And so that's good. But then there are just some parts that you, you can't skip dialogue or there's some parts that just take a long time because there's so there's so much. There's so much stuff. If you were content in playing this game... If you're a busy gamer and you really want to play The Witcher and you maybe have, like, an hour a night, if you're happy to play this for, like, a year, <laughs> you can actually have good fun in an hour. You can probably knock out, like, most Witcher contracts and oh, yeah. a lot of the secondary quests. You can rattle through quite a few of those, but the entire experience is incredibly long and in-depth. Yeah, and um, like you said, like I wish it was for a busy gamer because it's just so good. It's just so much, and like yeah, you can drag it out over a long time. But the story, I find the story so enthralling that you you like got to smash it. You got to play through it. You want to get. I found it. it. I found it hard. So we've both played fifty hours. Well, all three of us have played fifty hours. You've completed the the main quest line. Yeah, uh, Matt. Did you make it? You made it through as well. No, I didn't finish it. Um, okay. I think I got a solid like halfway. I th- I think I um because I'm about to recruit people. Uh, people who finish the game will know what that means. Mm. Um, oh, and from the sounds of it, that's about halfway. Okay, so I feel like it's hard to like. I know what the main quest line is. That's that's the one regarding. Uh, Siri, that's that's Geralt's quest in The Witcher Three. That uh, the Wild Hunt are back and they are chasing Siri, 
and that's the main quest line. But some of the secondary quests are like, if you've played Skyrim, are like the Civil War quest in Skyrim, where they're like they are as big and as important, and they and I know that there's a bunch that you will fail if you mainline and don't do those secondary quests. Yeah, which I feel. I feel like it's not fair then to say that they're secondary. So I've been trying to do all of them in sequence. So not leaving Velen until the main secondaries were done. Not leaving Novigrad until the main secondaries were done. Like, I don't want to move on to a new region, but that slowed down the the pacing. I want to say there's like... There's the main, like, the main quest, which is all Siri-related. And then you've also got, like, side main quests, because they're, they're, like, somewhat relevant to the main story. They're just... But they're also, like, not mandatory to help. Um, no. And I was trying to do... Because I've played this before, and that was me beelining for the end, because... I yeah, I just don't have the time to play games like like big games like this as much as I would love to fully uh submerge myself. But this one I tried to explore a little more and do some of these side stuff and oh it's so good, but it is just so very time consuming. And the thing is it's you gotta put the time in not into the game itself, but learning how to like play the game. Like, I think I could probably, only just now, take on a harder difficulty. It took me so long to actually get good at the game. And I'm playing, I was playing on the easiest difficulty. Really? Um, Which is, I basically did that because I don't want to bother having to go find a, like, go make a potion. Mm, I'll skip that. Um, Yeah. I but played even, on what's considered normal, which is, I think it's called Sword and Story. No, that's, I thought that was easy. I thought. What are the four, uh, which are difficulties? Sorry, continue, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, because uh, I had to actually restart the game because I started it up from an old save because I tried to play it before because I played one and two on um, Grand Time TV, rest in peace. Uh, oh god so long ago my wife and i played that then i listened to uh the last wish audiobook and then we watched tv show uh and then i tried to pick it back up again and i'm like i don't even know how to cast a sign <laughs> like it's you gotta really like you gotta know what you're doing you can't just run in and spam square you know so unless it's four difficulties Four difficulties are just the story, sword and uh, story and sword, blood and broken bones, and death march. And I went normal, so story and sword. Uh, and I, I checked online, and m- most people are actually saying they're like, you probably want to play blood and broken bones. Uh, and I imagine that that would have initially been uh, like a real challenge, and then it probably smooths out a little bit because. Story and sword is initially a challenge, and then you are over leveled like crazy. And now I don't particularly feel like unless I pick a quest that has like a red skull, 
I know that I'm going to be like absolutely fine. Like I've not died in ages in in combat and I don't have to do much prep. I got a couple of potions that I made uh, that always just like top up with meditation. So if I need to, I'll, I'll have a couple of those. I don't bother making any bombs. I don't usually bother with oils anymore. In the Early on, I had to, but I'm at a point now where like I'm level 20 on Skelliger and most of the missions are level 15 and 17, so I'm well over-leveled. Uh, and so maybe maybe people are right that you probably should play on a harder difficulty, but I remember playing Witcher 2 and that was much harder. It was much more brutal and like when you would gear up for like a big uh, fight with a monster, you really had to do prep. I ended up playing on just the story and I never had... To... Okay. There were definitely... Like, I never really had to worry about it, but there were, like the, some of the DLCs started to get tough to the point of like, I'm going to change my decision in the story because like I somewhat skipped the last boss fight by making a different choice in the DLC just because I wanted to finish it for, t- for tonight. Uh, but yeah, like even the easiest mode still had moments of challenge, but generally it wasn't. And I'm sure I've heard Death March is like, it's the way to play, yeah, because you want to get like that full combat. But uh, the thing is, I'm a busy gamer. I ain't got time to yeah. uh, to worry about oiling up my sword and brewing potions. I just want to run in there and kill some things and then move on to the next part of the story. See, I think I could do it on New Game Plus once I've got... Because all of my levels, pretty much exclusively now, I made a few mistakes at the start, but they're all about them signs. The signs, once I started pumping like levels into them, they're so useful. And uh, like that's what I, I go, oh, what the heck is this thing? Uh, hit, uh, what do you call it, touchpad, go to bestiary, go to the monster... Okay, he's this is a Yurden, so I'm gonna whip that bad boy out, gonna zap him, uh, and I'd be keen to try it out, try Death March out once I've got like as many buffs in that. But otherwise, I don't know. Like, I feel like the oils and the what are they called decoctions? <laughs> yeah, the decoctions where you make it out of mutagens. Yes, um, I haven't had to make them. No, I haven't either. I'm like, oh, I see, I see it there. I can craft one. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna waste my time. Because uh, yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to spend more time. I'd rather it just kind of be harder. If you get what I mean. <laughs> I do. I do enjoy, like you mentioned, Adrian, that there's a lot of flexibility in that you can choose different ways for quests to end, and so. Uh, just to give an example, I just finished up before the podcast uh, a quest on Skellige called In Wolf's Clothing, uh, where uh, this, like, Skelligan raider got cursed and turned into a werewolf. Ah, yes, now, you yes. can either choose to, like, just fight the werewolf, but because he's, like, a cursed werewolf, he doesn't actually die. He just comes back to life. Um, but you can kill him by feeding him werewolf meat. Uh, or you can, like, lift the curse. And so what I did was I lifted the curse, so he then turned back into a person, uh, and then 
he was like a marshmallow and died so quickly. <laughs> Easy peasy. So it's great that they that they've thought of so many like variations through the quests. Yeah. And it's normally only like a contract quest where it is here is monster you must must kill monster. I got yeah. And that's why that's what makes it so good as a role playing game because you can make the choices you want and it doesn't too far affect you, but it does like it makes sense most of the time. Like they're normally normally they're like open and shut, like you have a lot of decisions, but then once you've decided it's case closed. Unless it's one of those main side quests, um which uh, I accidentally have killed the whole town through one of my actions, uh, but we'll get to that later. Uh, so, am am I alone in this? I I feel like I'm alone in this. Uh, fuck Gwent. I hate Gwent. I don't like Gwent. I like Gwent. I do. In another game, not in this game. As not in, making yeah. me fail like the side con- quests. Yes, you like the concept of Gwent because I've played the standalone and it was pretty fun. But I don't care for it here. And yeah, there's a couple of quests where it's like, you the best option is you have to beat me and Gwent. And I'm like, oh crap, I don't remember how to play Gwent. And then it's you like, lose. I get it. You're very proud that you made a card game. Congratulations, you've made a nice card game. But I'm busy playing The Witcher. <laughs> like, yeah. Stop stop putting Gwent in front of me. It's like, I'll play that when I want. When I'm finished with the game, that's a nice little side thing for me. But there's so much other game here to play. Why do I want to stop and play a card game? Like, it it should be kind of pushed a little bit further out of the way. Like, it's in side quests. It should be, you know, main uh, side Witcher contracts Gwent. Like, it should not part of the side, like... Ah, I don't, it's not, I like, I do like Gwent. I also, I'm not good at it though, at all. Not even a little bit. I swear to God, I like, I play first round and I'm like, okay, he's played, I forget how many cards it is, like 10 cards you get for the whole game or whatever. And then uh, for the whole three rounds, so I'm like, okay. Oh, I'm at six cards. I, I don't want to risk it. He's at six cards too, so surely he's sh- surely it'll be fine. Uh, so I, you know, uh, end f- the round for me. Then he plays that card that you know turns all of my cards into nothing. Ah, oh, screw you and your weather. And then okay, <laughs> next round, let me play. Uh, I have one level one archer, and then he plays a level five hundred. What? <laughs> how did you? This is not. The, That's yeah, how it feels. I did feel like the game was punishing me for not having played more Gwent. So, so later when it was putting it sort of in the way, I'm like, well, I haven't been playing this for the last 10 hours. So my deck is shit compared to yours. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't work. Can you it's imagine? Like it, if it needs to be done, don't make it an option. But you made it an option, so don't say it needs to be done. I've only failed one quest. And that is that I didn't play, I didn't win Gwent at the at the ball with Triss. When you go to the d- fancy dress party, I was like, ah, can't be, like I lost. I tried once, I lost, and I was like, can't be bothered with that. And then it came up as, you failed. You failed that quest. And it's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, no. 
fuck Gwen. Like, I love Gwen, but fuck Gwen. <laughs> so, anything else you want to talk about in in terms of grind? Well, I, I, think I think we covered a lot of that. Yeah, I think the only last thing is, uh, I know it's not grind per se because it's a game, but there's so many different endings depending on what you do that I, like, look, I was like, I need to know the ending because this is what I do with every game that I don't finish for the pod is I go, okay, i got to look up what the ending was. Uh, and then I was like, I don't know what I expected. A game with all these choices and decisions, there's so many uh, endings that I'm like, oh, I okay, I don't feel spoiled. Like, it's not a spoiler because it makes sense. Like, um, I'm not going to give... I don't want to give examples because I don't want to force my opinion onto others. But I was just like, oh, cool, I can rest easy. Like, I, I'm not spoiled. I know for this quest line, like, this particular quest line that I've already done, that is a direct line straight to the end of the game. So I can kind of imagine you know, what, like, that is the result. So I was like, oh, that's happy. But I'm imagining for those, like, super completionists out there, that would be a grind because they would have to finish the game, like, 36 times, if not even including no. DLC, I think. It's too much. But it's good. Uh, like, I looked at the different ending results, and it's good. It's clever. I like it. Uh, I'm probably going to keep playing. Also, I got this game for $17. Well the Game of the Year edition. The the value in it, even like even when it came out, when games are this big, you can you can you can happily charge me that hundred dollar like launch fee, and then you can then I will I'll pay you if you take it down to seventeen dollars, and you have a game as chock a block as this. With this much content, you put so much work into this. CD, CD Project Red, you were too kind. <laughs> the world does not deserve this much this work <laughs> for seventeen dollars. You, yeah. you've outdone yourselves. What what is this so far? You've gotten three hours of content for every dollar that you spent. So far, which is absurdity. So, or well, that's inversely, that's like the equivalent of. Paying thirty cents every hour? I don't know. I, like, it's pretty good. Pretty good game. Now, I had had this axe and I had this sword. Is this a steel sword or a silver sword? I don't know. I got to do some inventory management. Ah, uh, yes. Well, cool. we're talking about inventory. I'm very keen for our next game. Uh, yeah, I. Because of all the talk about it, and we've talked about it in previous apps, uh, I need it. I need. I, I just need to get. I just need to be on it now. Wrap some duct tape around that inventory management because it's the Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, we've gone from a hugely open-ended game to a story-driven, perfectly crafted, and paced, apparently masterpiece. Yeah, we'll see. depends who you're asking. Uh, it's either the best game in the world or the worst game in the world. I'm not too sure. People have been flouting it on um all the like PlayStation like oh take that Xbox Metacritic says it's certified good. 
So we're looking at it's going to be about a 20 to 25 hour story for Last of Us 2 across the next month. We will, of course, get in another extra sode around the midway point um, where we just get to discuss everything happening in gaming, uh, any other games that we're playing at the time. If you haven't listened to an extra sode, do give them a listen. If you enjoy a bit more of a open-ended conversation, a bit more freeform, less specific to what we're playing at the time. So make sure you you gotta you gotta subscribe to us. Do you subscribe on iTunes? I don't... Yeah, you can. You do on the yeah, phone okay. at least. Yeah, yeah. I we'll subscribe do that. on the Google Podcast app. Well, you can also subscribe to us on Spotify. We're like what? everywhere. We're uh, like Taylor Swift. <laughs> you can get us. I don't know. Doesn't she? She doesn't. We don't have exclusivity deals. Anyway, our Facebook <laughs> is at No Time to Grind Podcast, or our Instagram is No Underscore Time Underscore Two Underscore po- uh, Grind Underscore Podcast. It's wordy, but you know what I mean. There's underscores between the words. I don't use Instagram much. Uh, my Twitter is Mega Underscore Matt Underscore X. I'm more interesting there. I got a TikTok now. I won't share it. But really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty popular. I've got two oh. videos featuring. Adrian's face. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the worst performing ones. Uh, let me look. Um, no, actually, yours is the second best. Ah. <laughs> the title of my biography. Second best. <laughs> second best. <laughs> now, let's, let's, let's talk about the second best Witcher game. Uh, so it's funny because it's like open, open to interpretation. I just wanted to make everyone angry. This is oh, it's pretty easy. Game. This game is like universally loved, and I can see why. Um, it's just so good. Like the music, the graphics, the scene, the the monsters, the story. Is there much to complain about with this? It's. I think the, the problem is is that it's too big. That's it's, the it's problem. Too much. I do. I did feel that at times. That it's it lost focus a little bit. In what way? In that there's there's just so much there that I feel I feel like most players will not get to experience all the game because it's just, it just requires so much time that you're probably going to move on to something else. You're going to feel like you've gotten enough, and yet you wouldn't like you could have missed an amazing secondary quest with a great little story or something funny in there or uh, an interesting fight with a beast that you didn't pick up a contract for or one of the question marks on the map. Maybe you don't get to all of them. I feel like it's... There's like... Of course, there are going to be completionists who are going to go after this, but I feel like I'm I'm never going to get close to an, to enough of the content in the game. Like, yeah. I worry. I worry that I'm missing out. Yeah, is there, like, the best quest ever and you just will never get to it? Yeah, and then what if you've locked yourself out of something um, that because you made a decision in a quest and the secondary quest for the decision you've made, like, I don't know exactly if something like this exists, but I know that something I can, like, I can't recruit Kyra anymore because she's no longer with us because of my decisions. So what if recruiting her 
I don't know if it is a quest. I don't know because I haven't done it. But like, what if that would have been an awesome quest that I'd never get? Or like, what if there's a secret uh, quest for the Baron if you do things exactly right, which I'm sure we'll get to later. But you go into your map and you, these question marks, it's hundreds, I think, because the question marks unlock once you go to the notice board, right? Sure. I, yeah, I never touched up. the notice board, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It's the the other little notes that mention, like, they're just little flavor text things, but what they actually do when you pick them up is... They put is that on your map, the little the undiscovered marks. location. See, I think, personally, they shouldn't exist. I think it should... If you pick up that thing, it goes, there's a monster nest around here, and then it turns into a question mark. No, just put the monster nest there. Like, because... What's a question mark? Is it a place of power which I should probably really like prioritize to get that mm, delicious extra point, or is it going to just be like, yeah, another monster nest? Ooh, a ruby ring, fantastic! Like, like you, you get what I mean? And it doesn't even yeah. Make, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Why it's would you like, put it? <laughs> treasure, yes. Monster nest, no. Uh, bandit camp, maybe. Uh, like there was definitely a, a hierarchy, and when I when I'm riding around a roach and it just comes inside your minimap range at that moment where it pops up and says what it is, I make the decision to either ride on or stop. Yeah, it's like, but you are asking me to ride over the entire damn country. It's like I can't I can't get a map because you can't you can buy maps from certain vendors. But I don't think any of them reveal what the question marks are. I'd like that option, I think. So then I could make the choice. Um, but, but we're nitpicking. Yeah, I was amazing say, game. My, my next guy <laughs> was going to be like all the the small gripes I have with this game are just nitpicks. Like they're things that say, you know, oh, it's a nine point eight instead of a nine point nine. Like it's. Uh, it's really good. There's just a, f- a couple of things that I'm like, everything else in the game, this game is so well thought out and crafted, then why does this exist in it? Um, what's one example? Oh, how did you guys feel about the, the controls and movement on the PlayStation? I, I assume we all played on PlayStation. Yeah, I changed it to alternative because one of you guys said that it's better, and it is, and it's great. I feel and... like I, I was already on alternative, and then I changed yeah. it, and it was bad. I like du- <laughs> yeah, no and okay. My partner has played it, has played probably hundreds of hours of it on PC, and she kept being like, like "I just run off the edge of a." Uh, there's a couple times. Oh, I got a Wilhelm scream in the game. There's a Wilhelm scream Easter egg. What? If you um, I think it's like a low chance that if you die, he'll uh, Wilhelm scream. <laughs> and I was running around Skellige and slipped off a cliff because the momentum just kept carrying me. Um, and then there's just Wilhelm scream and. <laughs> My partner was like, I've never heard that before. And I'm like, well, it's not a mod, that's for sure. <laughs> it's in the back. You have been chosen. Yeah. Um, but there's yeah, a couple of times I just like, I would try to walk to the edge of a cliff to look over it and I would just fall, like just keep moving off. And yeah. then she- That's what I think the default is, is that it's supposed to be you're really weighted, you really have momentum. So you, this is with least less momentum yeah. than normal. Yeah. And you still need to off a cliff. I was reading into it and they patched it so that alternative became the default. 
which is interesting for them to basically admit that it wasn't the best control scheme originally. And so they left it in there if you were like a purist and you really want that like realism and like a sluggishness to Geralt's movement. And, a, and like, I guess it's kind of realistic. Like when you turn, you don't turn on a dime. Um, but, but you want games, because we are using a controller, we're already detached from uh, the, the character. And so if the character seems to be unresponsive to us as a player, then that's bad. Like our game characters need to react as our hands do. Yeah, do what I uh, intend for it to do, rather than walk to the edge, look over the edge, and then slip off and get a Wilhelm screen. Yeah, it can be a bit different <laughs> with the combat because if you even think of things like Dark Souls, uh, there's gonna be there's gonna be frames that you get like locked into, and so when Ger- Geralt does like a like a triangle heavy attack, he's gonna have a big wind up. And a big follow through, and that's okay as long as it's as long as the animation starts when I press the button. Not like you said, yeah. Like I walk up to the edge of a cliff and I go, "Time to turn around," and he goes, "Ah, but first <laughs> <laughs> to turn around, we must go forwards." I feel like it's even worse on Roach when you accidentally like go the wrong way and you need to do a complete U-turn. It's like oh, that meme, yeah. this little manoeuvre is going to cost us 51 years. Like, he just, like, <laughs> turns like a, like, train. <laughs> God. Roach. Love Roach. She phased through the ground so many times. I love that little... Not a horse. It's clearly a fourth-dimensional being. being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever ride Roach down a steep hill and... Roach just ends up doing like an endo, like only the front hooves and the back ones stop moving. Like when you put socks on a dog, if you've ever oh, seen. Oh, right, yeah. So she just lifts her feet up at the back and uses only front legs. I've I've done a lot of spamming jump on, on like the edge of a cliff that Geralt, Geralt has very little. Geralt is like a T-Rex in Ark of Old. He cannot, he cannot survive a large fall and... Both ways, I have learnt the hard way. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'll just spam jump while I'm on Roach over a cliff. Just the best shortcut. Roach's legs are made out of, I don't know, titanium. It's an excellent horse. Can <laughs> teleport to an island. Horse. Yeah, teleports to an island. If oh, You're going to this island? I'll meet you there. Are you going to get on the boat? Oh, no, I'll die in the boat crash, but uh, I'll see you there. How did he do that? <laughs> she, sorry. Is it addressed at all? No. Sorry? Not at all. No, no one not at says all. anything about, like, I wish Geralt had a little line in there of being like, oh, Roach, like, you made it. Or, or even, like, it'd be funny if he said, what are you doing here? Like, he doesn't know <laughs> how his horse got there. <laughs> Phantom horse. I think I've seen, I don't know if it's a meme or not, but there's this, like, I've seen a card on Gwent for Roach, and it's just, I've got it now. Again, I don't know if this is real or if it's just a meme, uh, but it's just Geralt looking up in confusion to Roach standing on top of a house. <laughs> it's like the horse from, um, oh, what's it called? Hi-Ho Hi- Silver. You know who I mean. It's like that horse. I held Silver Lone Ranger. 
Yeah, it's like the horse from Lone Ranger. It just does a we like. I hope that the car in um, Cyberpunk is like this. That you just like. All right, time to call like, Kit. You know, Night Rider. <laughs> and then so you call it, and then you just like s- turn around, and it's just like driving down the side of a skyscraper. Just how did what did what were you doing up there? I need this. Okay. Witcher 3 is awesome. It's not for a busy gamer. Well, it is freaking awesome. The moments. You have some legit moments. I'm talking about stupid moments or my favorite moments are probably when you dismember something and it's been a while since you've last dismembered someone and you're just like, oh my god, he's in half. I found an amazing sword called Princess Cynthia's Sword, which... Uh, chance to dismember was so high, it was just the goriest battles. Like every guy or drowner was was getting dismembered in slow mo. It was amazing. I was using it even when it dished out less damage, just because I felt <laughs> so badass. It does make you feel like a badass, but it's also so casual. Like I feel like you're just like slapping, slapping, and then he's like, "Well, there's your head gone." But, uh, yeah, it's Geralt. He doesn't... This is normal for him. Shall we move into a few, uh, you know, your favourites uh, and some decisions we made? I want to know what your favourite characters are. Okay. Dandelion. Um, my favourite character... I like Triss. <laughs> There's a, a specific reason spot. for that, though. Well, no. <laughs> I feel like if it was that reason, wouldn't he pick Shani? That's DLC I don't know though. who Shani is. Yeah, uh, that's for me. Okay, if we're going to choose people who you can't can't romanticize, <laughs> well, well, firstly, who did you guys uh, romanticize? Uh, yeah, I went Triss, of course. So uh, had a bit of a thing with Kira Metz. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, early yeah, on. yeah, same. Because that's an option, but that's just kind of like that's just a bit of a fling, and I think she. Which even kind of uses Geralt for yeah. that. Uh, then, like, having played Witcher 2, Triss is like your girl in Witcher 2 because Geralt has lost his memory. He doesn't even know who Yennefer is. Um, and I really like the way that that's woven into The Witcher 3, that they have this past that uh, she thinks that he's, like, moved on from her and back to Yennefer. But as the player, I was like, no... I like you better, Triss. So I'd, <laughs> I'd thought I did kind of everything to romance her, but I didn't say I love you. Oh, oh you idiot. I, I, I reloaded the save because I, I didn't like... I, I did the same because I was like, I don't like putting her on the spot like that. That's me. Yeah, I was like, um, I said so to her, let's try again. Yeah. And, she, and it's like, and I left it, okay, because this was like... In a way, this made it really beautiful, and why I love Triss, and that it was she was like, uh, m- like maybe if I knew what we were like trying for, and after we had like kissed at the party, and w- I'd helped her save the mages, and then she just sails away, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna leave that because that's nice. That was a that felt like a real that felt like a real relationship. Real Coming human to moment. an end. 
Yeah, and I was like, it's not, it's not cheesy. It would be cheesy if it's I love you and she stays. And I'm you like, know what, you know it what has I, to be this way. Yeah, see, the, there's you saying that and then there's me reloading the save so I can fuck her in the lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm working on Yen and someone has a note on our rundown here going like, this game has a hard on for Yen. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Because huge one. So it's because of the books. <laughs> I mean, there's, there is a lot of lore for reasons why, but if the game's about choice, like, I had already chosen Triss. I, I made the right choice because I'm a romantic. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and like, did the lighthouse thing and, like, was, I was like, yep, cool, lock that down. Because I, I, when I played before, I went with the end. It's the, like, the canon one, I guess. Um, so I thought I'd do different this time, and um, but everywhere, like just all throughout Skellige, they're just like you and Yen, eh? You're like already married, yeah. basically, right? I'm like, no, I didn't. No, yeah, stop. They're can an we, item. Yeah, can we? Can we just? Can I just like deny this at every? Can we just stop this? Um, I swear to God, it's like with Triss, it would she would be like, how do I look? Uh, and you know, it would go, you you choose, like you're beautiful, you're ugly. Ah, like. But with Yen, it was just like, you rock up and she, she'd be like, how do I look? And he, he just goes, I fucking love you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, give me the choice. Because I, like, I would go, because mm. I have an in canon, like, I have a head canon of, like, what's going on because of The Last Wish, which, by the way, did that. It was so sad, but so satisfying just watching her face. As I just broke her heart. It's good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> so, she so teleported me it. into the pond. Yeah, she's mad at me because uh, like, I was trying to yeah. um, like ignore her. I was like, if I don't want to woo her, I should just ignore her. So I just skipped that side quest altogether. Yeah. Um, but it's a cool side quest given the the rest of the story. Yeah, because well, like, this if- is the thing that and and works in quite well in the lore. In the Lord Geralt sh- can't win Triss until the last wish is complete because they're bound by fate, yeah. Yen and Geralt. So, so it kind of works that way as well in that Triss, me being like, let's stay, let's work it out, fate is intervening and going, no, Triss is going to leave now. Uh, otherwise, yeah. See, I like they will get you in like another a- way. Yeah, if you have come from Witcher One and Two, it's like Triss. But then now, if you, I feel like, I feel like you know, there's lots of fans of the books, and I think everyone should give at least the Last Wish a go because that's what I've done. Um, I don't know about the other books; they they sound not as uh, encapsulating, but I haven't read them, so I can't judge. Uh, but yeah, or the Netflix show, because if you come from the Netflix show, of course you're going to be like, well, yeah, it's Yen and Geralt, duh. Like, so it's it's a kind of now we're in a cool parallel of, yeah, did you come from the old game or did you come from the show? Because I feel like that's going to totally change your perception of what is obvious. Just a quick check then. If you both romance Triss, what happened when you escaped from the druid's lab when it, you're getting gassed and she teleports you out of there? Uh, Where did you go? Did I teleport it? Uh, you teleport it. Uh, I ended up back in in the hall where the festivities are, and no one gave a crap. Yeah, I feel like the same, or just out 
side of their, like, on a balcony, perhaps? So I ended up back at the uh, inn <laughs> yeah. where you get your fancy Ooh. clothes. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. And yes. then you... You uh, went for a ride, did you? <laughs> yeah, you go horseback. You go <laughs> unicorn back riding. You go bareback. Yeah. Oh. So uh, there's a great... Yeah, so that's, you missed that. That's a, yeah, I've seen that one before. That's a... That's a, a hallmark scene of the game. And there's a great moment in the DLC where you, um, you properly ride a unicorn and he <laughs> they're talking about he's like he's like, I've done other things with unicorns, not not. Uh yeah, that's a good that's a good moment. Uh anyway, so back to the original question. Favorite character. <laughs> I already said Dandelion. Yeah, you except- did. You did. I, I don't know. I feel like, honestly, Netflix, Yaskia is, I feel like he is actually a touch better than Game Dandelion. Oh, yeah. I, I like, uh, I think I like Yaskia more, like, from the show more than um, Dandelion. But old Dandelion, who does the uh, the title card, like, loading screens. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a cooler dude than the Dandelion you actually get to interact with. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. And like, I heard Dandelion speak for the first time, and I was like, "That's your voice. You this this is what you're gonna do." Okay, right. I like Vernon Roach. Uh, I think especially because I played Witcher Two. I think he, like I find him a pretty interesting character. And Dijkstra, I who I had no idea was, but Geralt kept acting like I should know who he was. Yeah, he was in the book, but he's from the books, so I was like, ah. Eh. Uh, but it's good. It's yeah. good if you've like, it's like an extra bonus if yeah. you've played the games or if you've read the books. You go, like, ah, this guy. And there was also, yeah, like when he's talking about, um, oh yeah, I killed a rat in pitch black, and I was like, ah, oh, yes, that's from the book. It's good. They like, it's a very, very well crafted game. They've paid a lot of attention to the source material. Is good, but who is what? your favorite character, Adrian? Uh, I'd have to throw up. Deeks was very cool uh, as a character, and um, I mean, I haven't read the books, but my partner has, and she keeps giving me all the insights as we're playing. You, you, his foot that's messed up that he keeps to keep bathing, you, which uh, Geralt broke, and then yeah. I don't know if you guys what choices you made, but I ended up then breaking his other leg, and I, I love that. <laughs> Oh, that's mean. I, I feel like I couldn't break his leg now. I, I feel like he's... Why would you do that to your fave character? Uh, he's, well, he's not my favourite. I just really... He's a cool He's a cool character slash sort of like villain or nemesis kind of thing. My favourite character for a long time was Vesemir. Um, I just I just love him. And uh, you guys need to play more of the game. Uh, and... Uh, until I played one of the DLCs, and you guys would have met this character, but I don't know if you'll remember them. Uh, but one of the coolest characters is Gaunter Odim. Does, does the okay. name ring a bell to you at all? You've definitely, you've definitely met the character. Um, he's not like nothing in my head. Mine. Okay, then I'll leave that for you now. Unless you guys are happy to talk spoilers. Oh shit! Oh, we're already forty-five minutes in, guys. Yeah, um, I was gonna say <laughs> it's a big game. It's unless, a big podcast. It it is. It is. It is. Um, 
but yeah, uh, we can talk about it if you want. Otherwise, I'll leave it for you guys to play the the DLCs or the the games. Well, see, this is what I was saying. I, I was making this joke, but I reckon if the people want a DLC episode of this, we did DLC episode for Monster Hunter World, so it's not out of the question. Uh, and I mean, we do have a CD project gap later in the year, <laughs> so I'm just saying it's an option. And I do um, want to keep playing. Like, The Witcher 3 is going to stay on my list. It's going to stay in rotation for a while, particularly if I can get through The Last of Us 2 in about 20 hours over the next month. Fill the other 20, 30 hours with more Witcher. With, yeah, or, with more Witcher. Or if the rumours are true, uh, you play for like half of that and give up because it's crap. Hmm? I don't know. Um, so I've seen someone, I don't know who this is, but I'm just going to take it because I want to, yeah, let's like, let's wrap up. So we've got Tris or Yen. I take it we're all Tris. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But I'm going to throw Are we talking about just in general or the choices we've made? Uh, just in general. Like, okay. what in do general, you pick? In general, I like Tris better than Yen, but I'm romancing Yen. Yeah, I, I like... I don't have the context of the books. I like Triss more because Yen just seems so uptight and not fun. I think that's the point because Geralt's not supposed to be fun, but then it's like you you control Geralt and you're the funnest guy I know. <laughs> uh, so someone's put here Baron Redeemable or Piece of Crap? I think he's redeemable. I, I When I first played this, I he was not redeemed, let's say. Uh just in case of spoilers, and I was very sad because I, I liked his character. I feel like he is redeemable, so I made sure to do that this time. I think he's redeemable for, um, <laughs> like, but Geralt can't respond the way I wanted to. So I think that Baron is redeemable in the fact that he's clearly a, like a broken man by war, and he talks about that, like turning to drink because of his like he basically has medieval ptsd um like he's a very damaged person but the only thing that the only way you can get close to that is by saying that his wife also did a bad thing by going to another man and it's like eh, like no she's allowed to do that because he is a piece of shit yeah it's like, like mm, you can't blame her, you can't blame her for the for that but that's the only nice option. There was another one as well where... So, in Junior, in Get Junior, uh, you have a choice of killing Junior or letting him live. And I chose was, to kill him. Yeah, me too. That was going to be my next question, actually. I chose to kill Junior, and the reason being is that I... Like, if Geralt kills monsters... Like, you're literally standing in a room where Junior has killed, like, five, six more women in horrible ways. It's like, he is a monster. But Geralt's like, I'm going to kill you for what you did to Siri. I'm like, fuck Siri. She's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's just, yes, he's a murderer. Yes. <laughs> like, he's a serial killer. Yes, thank you. Oh, I'm on the exact same. What about you, Adrian? Did you kill or spare so, uh, poor son Junior? Original playthrough, I killed him. Uh, this time, just because I wanted to get more, I spared him. And uh, he's almost so. That, okay, I'll, I'll tell you this because it's not 
you guys killed him, so you, it won't come up for you. But uh, once you do find Siri, spoiler, um, <gasps> she wants what? to go and find him and kill him. Okay. And then you find him and he's like a blind beggar on the street and like kids are throwing rocks at him. And he's like, I wish you'd just killed me. And Siri's <laughs> like, I can't kill him. He's <laughs> like, this is this is a fate worse than death. And I, I'm happy with yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. That is a fate worse than death. That's interesting that they would do that. Um, but I like, I wish, I wish you could just prompt, because I think it's the end of Witcher 1, you kill the main villain who's a man, but uh, your steel sword gets disarmed, and then you have to use your silver sword, and he goes, oh, but the silver sword's supposed to be for monsters, and then Geralt says something cool like, yeah, I know, exactly, I'm killing a monster. And I was like, I wish I could just hit that on a prompt and yeah. just overuse it for every arsehole I come across. Yeah, Junior like, no. needed that. Like, like you, like in a, in the middle of a battle, you pull out your silver sword, and then if the character is like the thing that you're facing is like well versed enough in the world, is like, why are you using silver? And then you go, Cause you're a monster. Bam! Oh, sick Get burn. Him. They rage quit. They give up because that's that was the biggest like hot fire spit ever. Sick burn. No, I'm not using the igni sign. <laughs> so, so we all tried to redeem. The Baron, and yeah. uh, reunite his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which his now- daughter is like, just li- just for a second, listen. Like you didn't even give me a chance. Like I have irrefutable evidence. I have photos of him donating <laughs> to ch- like orphans. Just let me get like. Oh, she was not having a. I don't know I've if got- you could have done something different, but when I met her, it was very abrupt, and she was like, "Not not having any." I got her to the point where she was, like, willing to sort of rejoin the family, at least for the sake of the mum, and the witch hunters stop her. Yeah. They're like, no, sorry, you signed up to be a witch hunter. Uh, We don't release you. You have to come with us. And she's like, what? (laughs) And so that was interesting that in the the end, the Baron is sort of like, don't care about me. If you hate me, that's fine but we're going to go try and get your mum some help. <laughs> and then and she's like, oh, yeah, okay. And they're like, nah. So it's beautiful in that, like, there are not, there are no happy endings. Like, that's the one of the biggest things throughout all of the quests is that not, like, someone will lose. There is always the less evil, they're very rarely happy endings. It's very uh, Witcher, you know. Evil is evil, the lesser evil, yada yada. Uh, and then we have one of the big less evils, the crones who take the Baron's wife or their mum, who's now yeah, like the, the heart mother. of a tree. Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh. What What did you do, Adrian? Uh, again, just because I wanted to do differently, I took out the heart of the tree this time. And, and took it into a horse or took it into a... It doesn't like you just straight up kill it. And, uh, yeah. Okay. So I did the same. I destroyed the heart of the tree. I went, hold on. I can I can hack the king this. Went to a previous save. Saves come to the crap out of it. Went to a previous save. Saved the tree heart before the currents asked me to. So that when I like did it, they were like, oh, well clearly you didn't do that out of spite so you could like the baron's wife can stay on kind of thing 
um, which was cool. I liked I liked that. I mean, it's it's too late that you're informed, but I do like that. If you're lucky like me, I was lucky to have a save point at the exact right moment that I could fix that. Um, but then it, we have we have problems from this choice with the tree. Uh, so you either have if you release it as a horse, it then completely ravages a nearby village, uh, killing like everyone. Yeah, uh, and then goes and kills the crones. But if you destroy it and it doesn't become the dark spirit, then the crones eat the children. Yeah, so I I picked to save the kids because I was like, honestly, that village was messed up anyway. But I feel like it. That's kind of the horse son junior kind of deal where it's like, I mean, if I don't kill him, he's just gonna go blind on the street. So I kill him. I destroyed it because I thought these. The people in the village were getting, like, sick from the corruption of the tree. Just by being near it was, like, killing them. And so I thought, well, I'll get rid of that. And not realizing that they were then going to eat the children and I can avenge them later was my feeling. I was like, I will avenge you children. I just feel like the godling wouldn't have forgiven me. That's another excellent creature as well, godlings. God, this you get your rock trolls, your moon noon wraiths. This is good. It's sorry, Skyrim, but creatures in Witcher, ten out of ten. And this game, ten out of ten, right? Ten out of ten. Would you say this is like de- like now that you've played it, and we've been playing, you know, all these quote-unquote masterpieces this year would you put this in that uh in that threshold yes yeah i'm i'm so very happy and i regret not getting this game sooner and just getting to enjoy it like over the course of like christmas break instead of trying to slam it into a month for a podcast uh if i could save scum my life (laughs) <laughs> I, would, I would return to 2013 or whenever this came out. That's the other thing. This game is seven years old, mm. and how amazing is it still? I can't believe it's seven years old. That's wild. Like, to look at, it's still great, and apparently it looks even better on PC, and so I hope that it gets a nice little polish with PS5's power. Well, I can't believe it's seven years old either because it's only five years old. Okay, it's five years old. But <laughs> even then, 2015 was a different world and this is still great. Yeah, I I remember because Witcher 2 came out 2011, I, I'm pretty sure. And because I'm pretty sure, Michael, like around the time, you were like, yo, this beats Skyrim. And I laughed and I said no. Uh, but assuming that both The Witcher 3 and Skyrim are going to come out on PS5, which probably will, and they should, but Witcher 3, uh, see, the audience might not know the weight of what I'm about to say. (laughs) Oh, oh no. But The Witcher 3 is better than Skyrim (gasps) by far. I'm so proud of you. Like I, it's I just, I'm going to edit this, and so that it says Ocarina of Time is better than Skyrim. Just so you know, 
<laughs> Look, to be quite honest, at this point, I feel like Ocarina of Time is better than Skyrim, just because I feel like as every year goes on, it just Skyrim gets more and more washed out in the sun, you know? And you're like, yeah. It's like I've I've just played so much better games like Witcher Three and Morrowind. <laughs> so where does it's that like, take? Oh, yep. oh, sorry. Well, you were gonna say where does this take us for our rating, yep. final rating? Yeah. I I reckon it's it's very weird. So this is not a game for a busy gamer. This is make time to grind. <laughs> yeah, this is a must. This has got to be like the wild, like the widest disparity in absolutely not for a busy gamer but an absolute make time to grind i think like yeah if you have a large gap of time you could even if you could look if you've got like four weeks of leave stacked up and work's pressuring you because corona's you know you've been you haven't taken a lot of leave over the over the the corona season take four weeks (laughs) use it all at once just take some time and just play with you the whole time it's really easy to sit down and just like keep playing, yeah, and just go. Oh, I'll just do one more contract. I did the whole um, um, first DLC in one day, just doing that. Jesus, I didn't realize how far I'd gotten. Like I went from Root and Triss to turning like Umamama into a person, like in one sitting. And I was like, "How did I do that? I didn't." That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I was I was impressed by myself. It was a it's like all of Skellige, at least. <laughs> yeah, no, I yes, it is all of Skellige. <laughs> um, but yeah, very, very good game. I think if you are a busy gamer and you're like, oh, I'm not going to have a chance, like these boys didn't even get halfway and that's 50 hours. Meanwhile, this boy did everything in 50 hours. Anyway, uh, definitely the Netflix show. The Netflix show is very good as well. Oh, yeah, I want to go back and watch that now. I want to do it. I feel like I want to do it soonish before all the characters and the stories leave my mind. So I, ha- I still like I have a frame of reference because the show can be a little um, confusing. But see, I don't like that you watch the show and then you play the game, which is like freaking how many years later? And then it's like Dandelion is younger. What? <laughs> Why do you say oh, his well. name wrong? <laughs> Dandelion. That's how you say his name. Dandelion. Wrong. No, well, it's, it's Yaskia. It's really grating, and I don't know why. <laughs> no, it is. I sh- I crap you not. So this is this is actually a funny story. So my wife and I are playing Witcher one and two for the stream as a as a joke. We would say Dandelion as a joke. You pronounce it wrong, and it's funny. And then I was listening to um, the audiobook and I'm like, wait, this guy just said Dandelion. And then if you play in The Witcher three, not some some do say dandelion, but I'm pretty sure Geralt goes dandelion. No, he says dandelion. <laughs> he says dandelion. Okay, some people <laughs> do say I think dandelion. You're, uh, you're trying to prove a point that doesn't exist. No, I don't. Hey, uh, lift me a flower that starts with D. Dandelion. Daisy. Yeah. See, dandelion. Yeah, is the flower. Dandelion is the man. He's the man. Yeah, he's the <laughs> man. Michael, the did you get your uh, thoughts? You not? I'm serious. Oh, look, I agree as well, but I don't think we're. It's. I don't think it's getting the busy boy seal of approval. It's a make oh, time to grind. It's a. It's a must at some point in your gaming life to find some time to play this. Adrian has shown you that you can mainline the quest 
and just important and do the important side quests and smash it out in 50 hours. Uh, and I've shown you that you can get lost in the southwest of Velen. Uh, I sp- looking back, looking back on this game, I like I dedicated like a whole week to <laughs> like the Baron and Velen. And then I got into Novigrad. It was like playing two different games when you get to Novigrad. I'm like, what are drowners? I have not seen a drowner in years. <laughs> I've just been... <laughs> this is a game about running around medieval cities and fighting, like, criminal underworlds and saving mages. Oh, no, that's right. I kill monsters. There's so much. There's so very much. Uh and uh enjoy yeah do definitely enjoy thanks very much for listening everyone my name's been adrian my name's been matthew my name has been michael no i'm serious i'm not trying to prove a point it is dandelion yeah this isn't a joke anymore it's legit maybe prove not it. all the characters you gotta you gotta prove it you're trying to make a claim that everyone knows is wrong you gotta prove it. Do it. okay uh, did you once... find the correct serial killer uh, like did you do? Life, did you or? do cabaret? <laughs> no, you didn't I have do cabaret. No idea what you're talking yeah, about? I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> you like oh, spend some time with Dandelion because one of the best side quests is called cabaret. Oh, are you talking about the uh, uh, the burning stuff? Yeah, there's like uh, people throughout town are getting like their hearts cut out. And yeah, yeah, I did that. Yes, like yes. coals put in their eyes, and there is there's an obvious culprit, and then there's the correct culprit. Yeah, yeah, I that was a good one. That's the thing; all the side quests are so good. It's just all so good, but there's just so much. <laughs> it's like a large, like a large meal, like a buffet, where it's like. Oh, there's so much That's good exactly food, but I only is. have so much space in my belly before I gotta go. The Witcher Three is a buffet. Put that, Matt. That's the that's the tagline when the episode goes up on socials. Witcher Three is a delicious buffet. Try as much as you can, but goddamn it, you can't have it all. <laughs> Not in one sitting. <laughs>